fans and welcome to episode 85 of Jeff Reads His Book. I'm your host Jeff and today we're reading chapter 38 of Homecoming, a book I wrote in a month. Well, if you want to get in contact with me, head on over to jeffreadshisbook.com and right there, there's three ways to contact me, email, Twitter, and uh, the other one there. And that's pretty exciting, so do it. Just write me a letter. Drop me a line if you listen, because I don't think anybody is. I'm pretty sure nobody's listening. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But while you're there, why not consider buying a prequel to these? this book? This book. Uh, these two books are what? Bringing Balance and Offworlder. Both terrible books, but... I would say Bringing Balance might be the best of the three, and I'm including the one we're reading, but... Eh, whatever. I don't see how, um, I don't see how Offworlder could be. That one is, like, that one's bad. (laughs) Plenty of typos, though, if that's what you're into. Fun stuff. So how's everybody doing today? We have a special recording day, so I never got around to recording an episode on Sunday this weekend, which is, incidentally, what, the day before I released last week's episode? Ugh, I I released it a full week late. I gotta get on this shit, you know what I mean? But, uh, so I'm recording on a Wednesday, because I just never got around to recording it, and uh, Laura's out of the house. Uh, She had to go into the office today, so I'm at home alone, so I thought I'd do a little podcasting. Doesn't that sound like fun? But uh, I want to try to, like, edit it and get it out as soon as possible. So... I mean, uh, yeah, it's kind of weird doing it on a weekday, so, I, you know, it's a lunch break, because I'm already drinking whiskey. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, as far as feedback, I've actually had a little bit of feedback lately. Uh, Glenn started uh, listening to the podcast again. Uh, everybody's favorite co-host, he showed up on the podcast before, and um, he had some comments for me. He yelled at me for not knowing that the... Uh, what those stones they use to like see each other in Lord of the Rings. Uh, those were called Palantirs, I think, or something like that. He was mad that I didn't know that, which, uh, fair enough. But I haven't read those books in a long time. And do they even use that word in the movies? Yeah, maybe. I feel like they don't. The movies are pretty. You know, I'm going to say it. The third movie, piece of shit. I like the first two movies in Lord of the Rings. I'm like, oh, these are good. This is fun third movie I I was it it was I don't know just so disappointing to me I was just like this sucks but uh that you know that's a personal opinion thing I suppose um oh and god I tried watching some of the Hobbit oh (laughs) so bad so yeah I I I I think what how many are there like three are there three Hobbit movies maybe just two I don't know I watched the first one And, uh, basically I was appalled, so I didn't watch anymore. Yeah. Good story, wasn't it? (laughs) He also, uh, pointed out what? Margot's home is like Twilight Crossing, and, uh, what did, uh, what did Glenn say? He had something to say about that. Oh, 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 that was, uh, a a Robert Jordan novel was Crossroads of Twilight, so I, that is pretty funny, huh? I like it. Yeah, so I didn't steal it because I didn't, I didn't, I never have read a Robert Jordan book in my life. Does he do, 
What, the Wheel of Time nonsense? I don't know. I can't keep track of other authors. I'm too busy writing books. Yes, as a professional author, and I think you can say professional if you've made money, right? You were paid for your book. I mean, I was paid like $12, but I was paid. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. Anyway. Oh, oh, so let's talk about today. Well, I think it's going to be a while till we get feedback from Glenn on a regular basis. He's got to catch up. He's on like chapter 16. And uh, quite frankly, we're almost done with this piece of shit. So uh, he might not be able to catch up in time. We'll see. We'll see. So today we're reading chapter 38. So, I mean, this is we're in the last like five chapters at this point, I think. Something like that. Does anybody remember how many chapters there were in this book? Right into the show, jeffreadsbook.com. Okay. Um, I said it has 90 lines. I, I'm reading my notes. That's why I said I said. Um, I don't actually like... Well, I guess I do hear myself. Is it hear yourself talking when you have like an internal narration? I mean, I hear my internal narration in my head. Now my internal narration is saying maybe I'm insane. Huh. Anyway... Uh, so it's written down. I said on this piece of paper, uh, 90 lines, uh, Margot turns out to be a little bitchy in this, and there's some mild excitement. Yeah, so we're gonna see Margot's harsh side, which kind of, well, we'll talk about it when it happens. I think that's exciting. And I don't see any reason to delay it happening, so why don't we go ahead and dive in to chapter 38. So for today's episode, I am sipping on a glass of wild turkey neat. Yes, that's right, folks. No ice today. Uh, it's about, you know, lunchtime. It's probably too early for this. I eat an early lunch when uh, the lovely Laura isn't around. She likes to eat at, like, you know, 1.45 or something for lunch, which drives me up the wall. But, um, you know, she's not here, so I'm going to do an 11 o'clock lunch. What are you going to do? Uh, it's exciting, though. I, I, I like when she's home. This... This is nice, the working from home, because Lara's always here. I, I lead a lonely life, basically, so, eh, you know, if she's not here, I'm just sitting at home alone, so I guess it's nice having someone in the house that I can go bug. Uh, incidentally, she doesn't, like, sit near me. Like, she goes up to one of the uh, guest bedrooms, I guess. Guest bedrooms. Sounds like we have a freaking mansion. I mean, what? It, there's three bedrooms, and uh, there's just us two. So there's two spare bedrooms. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, she works up there, and I usually work in the basement, so that's where my computers are. It's exciting. Okay. Um, I, I'm glad you guys are enjoying this. Anyway, I'm having some wild turkey neat. Mm. I've really grown to like this one neat for some reason. It's very tasty. One nice thing about the wild turkey in Ohio, always available. My favorite is still Buffalo Trace. Almost impossible to get. So wild turkey, very safe second bet. You know what I mean? It's good. I feel like Jim Beam or like an Evan Williams kind of stinks when it's neat, but wild turkey, yeah, it's good. Not the 101, though. I'm not doing the 101. I've kind of decided to stay away from that. Maybe for like special occasions I'll get it, but it's so strong sometimes that it just makes me crazy. Okay, okay. Why don't we start reading after I have another sip of bourbon? Mmm. Please, we need to get out of here, Astrid pleaded like a little bitch. Oh, that's a Dune Reads Goosebumps callback right there. As much as Henry wanted to hold Margot longer, he knew Astrid was right. He noticed, though, 
that the circles under her eyes looked darker, and she generally appeared paler. The sandstorm had taken a toll on her. Can't you, when you have, like, circles under your eyes, don't they say you can use, like, hemorrhoid cream to make them go away? Gross, but I swear to God I've read this. I don't know. I I mean, I've never done it. It seems like hemorrhoid cream near an eyeball is a bad plan. Whatever. Another rumble shook the floor, and Henry looked back into the destroyed room. More of the ceiling had collapsed. You sure? Oh, I guess that's a rumble. But wouldn't you hear the crashing if the ceiling... I don't know. Anyway. Much of the floor on the far side of the room seemed to be missing. How do we leave? Henry asked Astrid, releasing Margot. The south entrance is this way, Astrid said, pointing further along the circular hallway. I have to get my father, Margot said before Henry could move. He looked at her, surprised she wanted to rescue him. You want to go back to the dungeons? Henry asked. No, she exclaimed. He's down this hallway. Father! Henry started towards the hallway, but Margot's father stepped confidently into the circular hallway. Hallway, hallway, hallway. My lord, Henry said, bowing slightly. Margot's father returned the gesture. Come on, Astrid yelled as the floor shook, with another apparent collapse inside the weapon's former room. Astrid led them around the surular hallway (laughs) to the next hallway leading away from the destruction occurring behind them. Wow, so many hallways. Who's enjoying this? I I don't even know what I was thinking when I wrote this. Henry followed, cursing himself for being so out of shape as he ran. I feel like I said this in a previous chapter. God damn it. And he could hear Margot and Lord Lewis behind him. The next hallway was empty, which struck Henry as odd. The Dark Alliance seemed to be poorly staffed. Turning another corner, he saw Astrid slide to a stop. As someone beyond her yelled, Traitor! A bolt of energy struck her in the legs, and she fell face down into the floor. Henry launched a fireball at the attacker, who ducked into a side room. Stepping past Astrid, who had now rolled over and was grasping her left leg, Henry advanced, Oh, the attacker. (laughs) Oh, screensaver! (laughs) I got a page down, too. This is a catastrophe. Uh, I need a sip of bourbon to make up for this. Mm. Mm. That and the stress. I feel stressed. I don't know. Well, anyway. Um, Henry advanced. Oh, the attack. As soon as he reappeared in the hallway, Henry attacked quickly again. I think attack sounds seems like it's uh, in this a lot. Henry attacked quickly again, sending two fireballs toward the assailant. Ooh, big word. The man countered, and Henry could now see it was Hugo. Who remembers Hugo? Yay! The mage who had brought him to the dungeons. He batted away an energy burst from Hugo and continued advancing, continued advancing steadily. Hugo, right? Henry asked, grinning. Henry parried another attack. Ooh, big words, without effort. It's over, Hugo. You need to leave now. You insolent commoner, Henry or Hugo said, continuing his impotent attacks. Well, I was really like getting the thesaurus out for a few lines here, I guess, huh? 
The Dark Alliance is just getting started. Henry attacked, sending a weak energy burst at Hugo's chest. And the younger mage was knocked back five paces, struggling to stay standing. Henry could see fear starting to show in his eyes. Hugo, I don't want to hurt you, but I will, Henry warned. Hugo attacked twice more to no avail. Leave now, understand? You, when Hugo sent another, <laughs> when Hugo sent yet another energy burst at Henry, his strongest yet, Henry pushed it away with his left hand and thrust his right hand, palm outward, towards Hugo, shooting a lightning bolt into the attacker's chest. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt! Who remembers that? That's some fucking really old school memes. <laughs> I feel like that was like college, Christ. Does anybody remember that? Does anybody remember LARPing? That used to be funny to me. Now I don't know. Is it funny still? I don't know. Oh, well. I think it's funny. I don't know why. I think it's just because I'm a piece of shit. That might be why. Do what you want. If you want to LARP, good for you, buddy. You know what I mean? What do I care? I used to make fun of people playing, like, what, Magic the Gathering? Real bad. Like, in college, I was such a shithead. And then, like, uh... We're like Dungeons and Dragons, to a lesser extent. I didn't really know anybody who did that. But now I play that kind of board game stuff with my friends all the time. And it's just because I like playing games. I mean, I'm not... uh, I don't want to say invested, because I am invested in playing the games. It's fun. It's fun, but I don't... I guess the content isn't necessarily as important as, like, the quality of the game. Like, I'm not... I don't know. What do I want to say? I guess I'm just not concerned if people think I'm cool anymore. Or at least I don't get that concerned. You know, I still sometimes when I'm listening to like, uh, if I'm driving in the car and I'm blasting out that, uh, who does that? Is that Selena Gomez? That it ain't me song. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. (laughs) Got that on a USB stick in the car. But you know, if I roll up next to somebody with their windows down, I, you know, I turn it down. I don't want to want them to think that I'm like really into it. Cause then I won't appear to be a man. Right. That's a, that's a sensible uh, thought to have as a 40 year old, something, you know, more than 40, whatever. I guess I should not care as much, but I still care a little bit, which bugs me sometimes. Eh. Anyway, I don't even know what the hell we were talking about. What were we talking about? Oh, how I thought LARPing was lame. You know what? I will give it to you. LARPing, that seems like a fun hobby. You must get really into it. So that's, I'm I'm coming around. I'm coming around the other side. That's pretty cool, man. (laughs) Good for you guys. I think LARPing's kind of cool. I don't know that I'd do it because... Why? I would feel silly. And it's that part of me, that leftover adolescent, oh, I hope everybody thinks I'm cool thing that I have to try to, like, suppress. But it's still there just a little bit. And, I mean, I am demonstrably not cool, right? Just definitely not. (laughs) All right, but I I got a... I landed a girl, so I should not worry about it so much anymore. Yeah, I, I, you know, and I'm pretty sure the lovely Laura does not think I'm cool, but she still hangs around me, and that's all I want. Okay. And she's pretty. Anyway, <laughs> let's have some bourbon and get back to this. Hmm? Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, in summary, LARPing's cool. 
I've come all the way back around LARPing rules. All right. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, uh, yeah, Outward, shooting a lightning bolt. And I did that lightning bolt, lightning bolt meme. Right into the show, if you know when that happened, like when that was a meme. Was I watching it on Real Player? <laughs> did it have to buffer? Hugo shook, uh, Hugo shook for a moment until Henry released him, and he slumped to the floor, unconscious, probably Speltron. Henry turned to find Astrid still writhing on the floor, and Margot seeing to her. He ran back, asking, what happened? It hurts, was all Astrid would say, like a little bitch again. Jesus, she is whiny this episode. I think her leg is broken, Margot said, looking up. Just the left leg, he asked. Margot nodded. Henry leaned down to Astrid and grabbed her left arm. I'm going to lift you with your left arm. Duh. Wait, left leg? Yeah, all right, that makes sense. Okay, and you're going to have to hop on your right leg. Can you do that? Astrid nodded, her face grimacing from the pain. Henry lifted the woman, who turned out to be lighter than he expected, and threw her arm around his neck. Yelling from behind them was quickly growing nearer. My lord, Henry said, would you mind taking the lead? I understand you're a skilled warrior mage. I will, he responded, and Lewis will suffice. Okay, Astrid, where are we going? Henry asked her. When she didn't answer, he quietly said, We're almost out, okay? I said I would get you out safely, and I will. It's just a little further, and I need you to work through the pain. Take the second hallway on the left, she said, and the group started moving as fast as possible when carrying an injured person. I mean, not carrying, she's hopping. I I feel like... The carry, you know, a piggyback might have been better, but we don't know where her leg is broken. Probably not the femur. That's not usually broken. Anyway, uh, I would think a piggyback would be the correct solution here. Eh. All right. When they reached the hallway, she said, the entry hall will be on the right. You can't miss it, but there will be guards. Margot will take care of that, Henry replied, as he carried the hopping woman along. Well, I mean, if people are chasing them, wouldn't they be running? Can't they catch up with a hopping woman? After hurrying along for a minute, Henry could see that the entire right wall seemed to open into a bigger space. He assumed correctly that they were approaching the southern entrance, and he left Margot's father to survey the situation. The shouting behind them seemed to have died down, and Henry guessed the guards must be surveying the destruction of the weapon, this time in quotes. I'm really hit or miss with putting it in quotes. <laughs> Let's have some bourbon. Mm. Margot's father turned back to them. I count 20 guards, maybe six or seven mages, he said quietly. I'm not going to whisper. That always does damage to my throat. Anyway. Margot moved past Henry and looked herself. And the gates are sealed, she added. Is there another way out, Astrid? No, she said. I mean, there are, but I don't know how to get to them. What? Margot exclaimed too loudly, Henry thought. How do you not know another way out? I thought you worked here. Yeah, see, that's her getting bitchy. Jesus. Margot, don't, Henry said, still holding Astrid up, who is now staring at the floor. Astrid, we'll get out through here. No problem. Henry looked at Margot with a glare, and she said, 
I'm sorry, Astrid. It's been a long, stressful day. We'll figure this out. Margot, hold her up. I want to have a look, too, Henry said. And that ends chapter 38. I feel like there was some mild excitement in that chapter. I mean, maybe I overstated saying there was some excitement. It was some excitement, I guess. I mean, what, Astrid got attacked? Nobody else attacked them then. I feel like uh, this scene, though, they're going to go through a gate that's guarded and they're trying to escape. Now, this really does reek of The Hobbit, right, when they're trying to get out of... What mountains are those? Misty? Misty Mountains? Ooh, Glenn's going to be furious if I get this wrong. (laughs) But, you know, when they're... um, It's the mountains where... uh, uh, What's his poop there? Finds the ring. And they're trying to... The dwarves and everybody are trying to escape through that, like, well-guarded gate and what. I guess he runs through there invisible, doesn't he? He's wearing the ring at the time. Yeah. Um, Anywho... I feel like this that might be lifted from here. Uh or my book I don't think I don't think Tolkien lifted it from my book. That I'm I meant the other way around. <laughs> but I, I, I picture it as the same. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all in my head, because I'm sure the movie adaptation of that scene freaking stinks. You know what I mean? I it could not possibly be good. The book was good. I mean, that was a great scene. The Hobbit, I love that book. And actually, I've read it, like, in paper form, but my first take on it, I didn't actually read it. I watched it, or watched it. I listened to it. I have The Hobbit on audio CD, and I think I listened to it driving to somewhere, probably Massachusetts once, because I just wanted to listen. I wanted to hear it, you know, or wanted to know the story. And it's, oh, it's so many CDs. It's not like Stephen King epic, like 35 CDs or, uh, you know, um, Game of Thrones length. But it's fucking long. It t- I think it's 11 hours or something like that on CD. It's not bad. Uh, it's actually a very good audiobook. So, yeah. Yeah. If you guys want it, write into the show, jeffreadsbook.com, and I'll lend it to you. Maybe. If somebody else hasn't already claimed it, right? I still have it on CD. Uh, what, what, what the hell are we talking about? Oh, so that, I think that scene might be lifted. Kind of feels like it is, maybe. I don't know. Well, we'll see. We don't know how they escape yet. So, if they just run through there, definitely lifted. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, and I finished my whiskey. Delicious. Nothing like lunch whiskey, am I right? Um... What else can I say about that chapter? Margot, eh, you know, she's kind of... She doesn't come off well in that episode there, huh? But I guess, I think if you think back to, like, Bringing Balance, uh, which is more where she was kind of... She had a lot more attitude in that book. I think we kind of maybe got used to her being nice and sweet in Offworlder, but I don't think that's how she is. I think she's... Right? A stone-cold hard-ass, right? Yeah. But, uh, although she has something for Henry, which is still baffling, am I right? Okay. All right, why don't we do some discussion questions? How about that? Okay. I got two for you today. Uh, first one. All right, so Henry picks up the injured Astrid. Her left leg's hurting, so she he wraps her left arm around his neck and then holds her up or something like that. So, is... 
Question one, do you think that's the right way to pick up an injured person with that leg injury? I think it actually is, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm a certified soccer coach, which meant means I watched, what, a four-hour video online, so I'm allowed to coach soccer. <laughs> but anyway, I think that's how they explained you're supposed to pick someone up when they're hurt. I think, well, that might be part of the first aid and stuff like that. If I'm not mistaken. And I had to do that the other day. But whatever. Nothing. It wasn't broken legs. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. I think that's the right way to do it. But right into the show if you know a better way to hold someone. And let's remember these people have magical powers. So couldn't they just like levitate her? Especially if she's lighter than he thought. Which, again, weird thing to say. I think the author here is trying to, like, uh, imply that she's malnourished. And not in, like, an eating disorder way. More like, uh, you know, not being paid correctly or the cafeteria only has potatoes in it, you know? (laughs) Something like that. I think that's more what's going on here, yeah. Remember, she was locked in the dungeons as a guard, which is weird. Weird as hell. I'm sure they played it off as for her safety or some nonsense, right? Because, you know, that's what corporations and organizations do is lie to you yeah look into it okay question two so Margot is super bitchy to astrid this chapter right i i mean i feel like very bitchy Ooh, do you think Margot is jealous of astrid <gasps> i think we're starting to see maybe this author put a little bit of that in a little hints of maybe Henry and Astrid or a thing? What's going to happen at the end of this book? Ooh, right into the show with what you think, huh? Is Henry going to fall for Astrid, who he just met and doesn't seem to have any personality beyond, like, uh, damsel in distress? Uh, I mean, I guess she was a little assertive. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, tell me what you think of Astrid so far. I know she hasn't really done anything. I feel like she's kind of one-dimensional. Not not great. Not great. Not great. Oh, well. I feel like this podcast is going to be quiet. Uh, whatever. All right. It doesn't matter at this point. It's recorded, so who gives a shit? Uh, so those are my two discussion questions. Um, I'm going to try to get back on schedule this Sunday, record an episode. I'm going to try to get this one freaking out maybe today. Maybe I'll edit it next. i got to have actual food for lunch now, not just bourbon. And uh, yeah, that's right. Empty stomach bourbon. I'm going to be feeling good this afternoon. Anyway, um, I'm going to go have some lunch, then probably edit this podcast. At some point today, I got to get to some work. But uh, yeah, that's what's going on, folks. So right into the show. If you go to jeffreadsbook.com, you can reach me by email there. It is, my email address is uh, what? Jeff at rainbow-100.com. Or you can hit me up on Twitter, at Fortran Jeff. Been a while since that's happened. Probably should post this podcast somewhere else, because I, I I'm not picking up new listeners. And, you know, reaching a peak of, like, 15 means that I'm probably down to zero. <laughs> uh, you could write into the show there on Twitter. Or hit me up on Mastodon, Jeff at toot.rainbow-100.com. I don't think... Anybody, like, follows me on uh, the the Mastodon, barely. I have, like, 10 followers. But I don't say anything of worth. 
So that might be a lot of it. <laughs> you can follow me. I usually spout like computer nonsense. But, uh, you know, if people talk to me about the podcast on there, I'd spout podca- podcast nonsense. Also, you know what? We are coming up quickly on November. And I, I guess I'm going to write another book. I think I'm going to go for it again. It's super fun to do that. Laura's going to be pissed. (laughs) That's never her favorite. I I should suspend. I get the New York Times. I should suspend that for the month because there's no way I'm going to read it and write this fucking book. Mm, Maybe I can outsource the book, huh? Is that a thing? I don't know. Anyway, I guess that wraps it up for today. So until next time, keep on reading. (laughs) 